This is the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. This is Roger Stone, and we're back. Uh, my guest now is Dr. Robert Epstein. He's a distinguished research psychologist, a former editor-in-chief of Psychology Today, uh, the author of 15 books and more than 300 articles. He's also the founder and director uh, emeritus uh, of the uh, uh, Cambridge Center for Behavioral Studies and the founder of the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology. Uh, Dr. Epstein has emerged as a vocal critic of the power and influence of big tech companies, particularly Google, on our society and on our democracy. Uh, he's testified before Congress, and I think he's exposed how Google and other tech giants can manipulate millions of opinions and votes without people's awareness or consent. So joining me now to share his insights and his findings, uh, I'm pleased to welcome Dr. Robert Epstein. Dr. Epstein, thank you for entering uh, the, the Roger Stone Show today. Uh, it's my pleasure. Nice to meet you. Uh, so you've been studying the effects of Google and other tech companies on our behavior and our choices for many years. Uh, what motivated you to start this research, and what are the same? What are some of the main things that you have discovered? Well, I got into it kind of accidentally. Uh, you know, I've been doing research for forty-five years on all kinds of traditional topics in my field, which is uh, psychology uh, as a researcher. Uh, but in 2012, it was actually New Year's Day, I got a bunch of emails from Google, it might have been eight, I think, uh, saying that my website had been hacked and they were blocking access. So I've been a programmer my whole life since I was 13 and I got very curious uh, about Google. I, the, before that time, I just thought Google was cool and they gave us all this free stuff. but. At that point, I asked myself, wait a minute, who made Google the sheriff of the Internet? You know, why wasn't I getting a message from a government agency or some nonprofit organization? And then I was I got curious as a programmer about how they were blocking me because it didn't make sense. They were blocking me on uh, Google platforms, but I was also getting blocked on Safari, which is a, an Apple product. I was getting blocked on Firefox which is owned by a nonprofit organization. I got curious. That, that's really how it started. And then I noticed some new research, or, uh, research being done by, uh, in the, by business people, by marketers, looking at, at the power of search results to make sales. Uh, the value of you know pushing yourself up one notch in those search results and what that could mean that would that could lead to a thirty percent increase in sales just one little notch and I at some point I asked a question well if people value those high ranking search results that much could they be used to shift people's thinking or beliefs or opinions or votes. And then I just started doing my thing. This was more than 10 years ago. I started running controlled experiments, which is what researchers in my field do, uh, to see whether I could randomly assign people to one group or another uh, and shift 
their opinions about candidates and shift their uh, their uh, their voting preferences. Uh, I thought, you know, that uh, the power of the search result might shift opinions or votes by two or three percent. First experiment we ran, I got a shift of something like 43 percent. And I said, wow. And the point is, that was that was just a tiny beginning more than 10 years ago. But I've continued to do research uh, like this, discovering one technique after another that Google uh, has available to, sh- to shift people's thinking and behavior and votes, uh, to indoctrinate children. And uh, the more I've discovered over the years, uh, the more concerned I've become. I, I can tell you, people have generally no idea what's going on. They don't understand the power that Google and some other companies have. They don't understand that democracy has been completely undermined. The free and fair election at this point uh, is a, an illusion. And just to give you a couple numbers here to demonstrate this, uh, unless we do something about it, and I know, how to, I know what to do, uh, next year in the presidential election, Google alone will be able to shift between 6.4 and 25.5 million votes in the presidential election with no one knowing what they're doing. And again, unless we stop them without leaving any kind of paper trail, that's the power now that Google has. It's, 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 it's almost unbelievable, but unfortunately, it's also true. Yeah, I've had my uh, own uh, ex- experience with Google. Of course, it's anecdotal, but I noticed in 2016 that when the Clinton administration put out a press release, uh, it would end up in my mailbox. Uh, but when the Trump campaign put out a uh, press release, it would end up in the spam file. Uh, and this was consistent. I also yep. later learned that when uh, an individual made a contribution to the StoneDefenseFund.com, uh, and they did it uh, by email, uh, when I resolicited them, when I asked for more assistance, even though I had made that white mail, uh, I was told that it ended up in their spam file. So uh, I I felt it was uh, completely manipulated. In your testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee in July of 2019, you actually said that you thought Google's search algorithm could shift voting preferences of undecided voters by as much as 15 percent. That's extraordinary. Yes. Well, right now it's somewhere between uh, uh, 4% rock bottom minimum in any election uh, up to maybe 16%. So that's that's an enormous number of votes because there are a lot of undecided voters, especially, you know, months before an election. Uh, but you're, you mentioned the, you know, shifting around those emails, diverting emails. Last year, the Republican Party sued Google because they felt based mainly on anecdotal data, they felt that Google had been taking tens of millions of emails from the Republican Party and shifting them into spam boxes. They ran to court. The case got thrown out, uh, mainly for lack of data and lack of proof. Uh, The point is, I have figured out now how to get them, how to stop them. And we have stopped them in one case already, so we know this this works. It all has to do with with collecting 
the data with looking over the shoulders of real users around the country. And by the way, we're doing that 24 hours a day now with more than 12,700 registered voters in all 50 states. We're basically looking over their shoulders with their permission and we're collecting the real content that Google and other companies are sending them and we're accumulating it, we're preserving it, we're archiving it, we're analyzing it. And we just went public with uh, the first ever public dashboard showing what this content looks like. And you're seeing the bias, you're seeing the manipulations in real time. Uh, and, and this is at America's Digital Shield org Americas with an S digital shield dot org and, and basically we're building a digital shield to stop them from messing with our elections and from indoctrinating our children tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year oh yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. I think it's important to point out that uh, you're not a Republican. Uh, You're not a a conservative. Uh, I believe I read that you voted for Barack Obama. Uh, You didn't come at this from an ideological point of view. You came at it from a strictly technical uh, and uh, and factual point of view. Uh, You've been the target of harassment and intimidation by Google and its allies. Uh, I've read that you've received death threats. Your website has been hacked. Your emails have been leaked. Uh, Your reputation has been smeared. I just want to say that I'm grateful to you for being here today uh, and by and for continuing to talk about what is really happening. So this problem can be fixed. Well, for me, it's a simple matter. I I simply put my country uh, ahead of any particular party uh, or candidate. It's uh, I don't see what else, you know, I could possibly do. I think we should all uh, have that as our priority. Then we have to put the country, our, our amazing system of government, our freedom, our free speech. We have to put those things ahead of any particular party or candidate. That's all I'm really doing here. So, yes, I I lean left 
absolutely. But, uh, you know, I don't want our country being run by a couple of corporations. That's not that's not what we were founded for. We're supposed to be, you know, have a government uh, by the people. And at the moment, we don't. People think we do. But it's it, I can tell you it's an illusion because we've been gathering the data now for more than 10 years. And, and the power uh, that some of these companies have, Google above all, is just really unbelievable. In, in the 2020 election, for example, we, we collected a tremendous amount of data, uh, and which is, which is court admissible data, by the way, uh, and that shows that Google shifted more than 6 million votes to Joe Biden. Uh, and again, in a way people cannot really detect that they're doing it through bias in their uh, search results, which shifts votes. They're doing it through bias on YouTube videos, which shift votes in answer boxes, in search suggestions, uh, diverting emails into spam boxes. These are largely invisible techniques. And these are not like the, you know, uh, the, the the ballot stuffing, you know, the, the that kind of thing that some of my conservative friends complain about. Those those kinds of dirty tricks are competitive. Uh, they have very little net effect on elections. Of course, in the courts have, have found have found that to be the case. Uh, what Google is doing affects millions of votes, millions of votes, and you can't counteract what they're doing. It's not competitive. If Google wants to rig an election, there's nothing you can do except, again, we have found a way to stop them. Uh, you coined the term search engine manipulation effect, or SEME, SEM, I guess you would say, it, to describe the phenomena of how search results can influence people's opinions and decisions. How does this differ from other forms of persuasion or propaganda, and why do you think it's so powerful and dangerous? Well, it's completely different from all of the traditional forms of uh, persuasion and influence that have always existed. It's different in a couple of ways. One is it's a huge effect. So if Google favors one candidate in search results, that means high up in search results, when you're doing a search on practically anything related to an election, on immigration or the wall or anything of the sort, uh, they're going to show you search results which at the top will bring people to web pages that make one candidate look better than the other. That's what I mean by search results that are biased. And people tend to click mainly on those top search results. They trust what's at the top. That's the key. They trust what's at the top. So if Google is putting uh, their, their search results at the top that favor one candidate, then people who are on the fence those are the people who are vulnerable. Those are the people they're after. People who are on the fence fall off, and they fall off in one direction only, the direction Google is pushing them. You can't see bias in search results. So, uh, so this, is a, this is a kind of manipulation that's invisible, so it's subliminal. Okay? But the main reason why it's different from any other traditional kind of influence, like a TV commercial or a billboard, is that you can't counteract it. So if you buy a TV commercial for, for, let's say, for Donald Trump, I can buy one for Joe Biden. 
I could buy two, in fact. But if Google wants to support Joe Biden, there's nothing you can do because Google gets 92% of search around the world. The next most popular search engine gets about 2%. So you can't counteract them. So it's a completely unique kind of influence, largely invisible, and you can't counteract it. Uh, boy, in this case, I'm really in trouble because you got to go to the fifth page uh, when you do a, a Google search on Roger Stone, and then you'll find the first neutral story. <laughs> Beyond that, none of it's good. Uh, you mentioned earlier you developed uh, this uh, program, uh, America's Digital Shield, to protect our elections and uh, and the American people from manipulation by tech companies. Uh, tell us a little more about how it works and what the benefits are and what are the challenges to implementing it? Well, in 2015, I got a call from Jim Hood, who at that time was attorney general of Mississippi, and he had read about my research. And, uh, you know, he in fact, my research at that point was even in, uh, mentioned in uh, that show. I think it was called House of Cards about a uh, fictitious president of the United States. So my research was out there in the news, and he called me up and said, uh, I've sued Google. Uh, I think I'm in trouble. I'm running for re-election as attorney general. Could they impact my re-election? I said yes, and I explained how. And he was very concerned. And then he asked the question. He said, but how would we know they're doing it? Ah, there's the problem. So I became obsessed with trying to figure out whether Google was actually using these techniques I was discovering. And I realized the only way we could do it would be to try to find registered voters, as many as we could, who would let us install special software on their computers that would allow us to kind of look over their shoulders as they're using their computers, with their permission, of course. So this is like the Nielsen families that the Nielsen company uses to, to get ratings for television shows. Same, same deal. They recruit families. So we recruited field agents. Now, back in 2016, and, and it took us months because we, we were just didn't know what we were doing, we got 95 field agents, registered voters, in 24 states, and we were able to collect uh, more than 13,000 searches they conducted on Google, Bing, and Yahoo. So we actually had all the search results and the web pages, and we could see whether there was bias. And turns out there was enormous bias in all 10 search positions on the first page of Google search results, bias favoring Hillary Clinton, but there was no such bias on Bing or Yahoo. So that's important for comparison purposes. So we saw the bias and we, from the experiments we had been running, we calculated that if that level of bias, now remember we had preserved 13,000 searches, political searches on Google, Bing, and Yahoo. If that level of bias had been present nationwide, that would have shifted in that election between 2.6 and 10.4 million votes to Hillary Clinton with no one knowing that this had even occurred. Well, as it happened, she won the popular vote by about 2.8 million. So almost all of that came to her, or all of that came to her from Google. No Google, okay, the, 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 there would have been 
a neck and neck race, even in the popular vote. And Trump would have won by a much larger margin than he did in the Electoral College. So 2018, we built a bigger system. 2020, much bigger system. At that point, we had uh, 1,735 field agents in four swing states. We preserved not 13,000 of these searches. We preserved more than 1.5 million. And so we were able to do very precise calculations about Google's manipulations. And here's the key, answering your question about what we can do, how do we solve this problem? In 2020, we shared our data with Senator Ted Cruz. He and two other senators immediately sent a threatening letter to the CEO of Google. This was November 5th, 2020, two days after the election. And it was two pages long. In fact, people can look at the letter. It said, letter to googleceo.com, letter to googleceo.com. And basically, he and the other senators said, how do you account for Epstein's data? Uh, you say you don't manipulate, manipulate elections. It looks like, you're, in fact, you are manipulating elections. And that same day, Google shut off all of its manipulations in Georgia, which was gearing up for two, as you may recall, two Senate runoff elections. Google shut off all their manipulations there. The bias in search results went to zero, which we had never seen. More importantly, they stopped sending out partisan go vote reminders. Now imagine that, that they're sending out go vote reminders all day long on their homepage, but they're sending them mainly or exclusively to Democrats. Okay, so that's, that's an incredible manipulation that gets tens of thousands of people, in fact, nationwide, it can be hundreds of thousands of people to get off their sofas and go vote instead of saying home, instead of saying home. So we, it shifts a lot of votes. It's, uh, by the way, it's also illegal. Uh, you've been a vocal a advocate for the regulation of tech companies, the protection of our privacy and our freedoms. Yes. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm a non, I'm a traditional conservative, so generally speaking, I don't like regulation, but at this point I recognize it's necessary. What are some of the policies and laws that you think are necessary or desirable to achieve these goals? Okay, so you're, you're asking here a very good question. It's about law and regulation. And can that stop a company like Google? And unfortunately, the answer is no. And that even if you could stop them that way, uh, our government is so dysfunctional, as you know better than I do, our government is so dysfunctional that we're never going to pass those, those laws. We're never going to enact those regulations. And so we can't really count on our government, unfortunately, to step up and help us. I mean, right now, the government just rested its case in a huge antitrust case against Google. It's U.S. versus Google, which most people don't even know. They don't even, they're not even aware that this, this, this big trial is taking place. But it's not going to make any difference, no matter how the judge rolls in that case. The EU has passed very strict laws trying to limit Google's power in Europe, it's made no difference at all, absolutely none. Google, for the most part, ignores these kinds of actions, ignores the judgments, ignores the, the few laws that exist. 
the way to stop them is by making them accountable to the public, and that means large-scale permanent monitoring system in which we are presenting to the public, to parenting groups, to election integrity groups, massive amounts of data that they can use to bring to court or they can use for just to put, apply pressure to these companies. So if right now, if you go to americasdigitalshield.com, you will see real data. We just crossed over the 59 million mark. We've, we've preserved more than 59 million of these experiences that Google calls ephemeral experiences, which they use to manipulate people. And if you go to americasdigitalshield.com, you can actually see what we're collecting in real time. You'll see the political bias. You'll see the uh, elections that they have flipped. Uh, so that's how to do it, is to pressure them. Because when we pressured them in Georgia in 2020, they stopped. They stopped their manipulations. They have to stop. If you make them accountable, then they stop. Because <laughs> you've got the data uh, we have, at the moment, you know, we have field agents in all 50 states. Uh, in 15 of those states, we have court admissible data now. As our system gets bigger and bigger, we have more data uh, that's, uh, that's court admissible because we have representative samples. And so, you know, we've spent $3 million so far building this amazing system. Now we need to expand it much farther and we need to make it permanent. And when we do that, we can push these companies away from our elections and away from our kids. Uh, so final big picture question here. Uh, I think what you're telling me is that you do believe it is possible for America's next presidential election to be a free, fair, honest, transparent election as far as these uh, misacts or misdeeds uh, by the technology companies. Yes, I think we can do it, but we have to we have to act fast. We have to take the system that, that we have built uh, and and implement it fully in all 50 states, because right now it's implemented partially in all 50 states. We have to build this up and we have to advertise it. We have to inform the companies that they're being monitored, that their data are being uh, collected and analyzed. Uh, and yes, we can we can stop it because we know we've stopped them before. So it can be done. But again, it, this is a, a big system. It's expensive to recruit these field agents. We have to approach 100 voters before one of them will will sign on and let us use their computers, you know, for monitoring purposes. By the way, we preserve the privacy of all of our people, unlike Google. Uh, we when we transmit data, there's no identifying information. Uh, we protect people's privacy. We only look at data in aggregate, never look at individual data. So we we can do it, but we need everyone's help. If people want to help, they can go to mygoogleresearch.com. That's mygoogleresearch.com. And we depend on America to help us. And we've just launched a nationwide campaign to sponsor a field agent. We only pay these field agents $25 a month. That's it. And we're looking for tens of thousands of Americans to sponsor field agents, because if you do the math, even though you're only paying them 25 bucks a month, if you've got 10,000 of them, well, that's $250,000 a month. Uh, so the, the costs add up. So we definitely need a lot, uh, need a lot of help 
And I think your your listeners, your audience, uh, uh, those are the right people to, who really get this and how important this is. And I have to emphasize, by the way, if we don't do this, because forget law and regulation, it's, it moves too slowly. It's not going to help us in time for next year's election. If we don't get this system fully built so we can monitor the primaries, so we can put pressure on these companies, so we can file lawsuits, if we don't do it, or if we if if we shut the system down, we're sunk. We're absolutely sunk. It means that we have turned over our country to the tech companies. Uh, that's a dangerous prospect indeed. All right, Dr. Robert Epstein, you have been a visionary and a futurist. You have predicted, predicted and anticipated some of the trends and developments that are shaping our world and particularly our elections. Uh, you have warned us about some of the dangers and risks that we are facing uh, and will face in the future. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining the Roger Stone Show here on 77 WABC. Coming up, folks, uh, Myron Sugarman, the last uh, of the Jewish gangsters by his own admission. And you're not going to want to miss that. Thank you. This is the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 